Hey, evening everybody. Welcome to another Sunday night live. Um, hope everyone's well. You know, it's we haven't got our normal music on tonight, but um, we Elaine feels it could be a copyright problem, so we have to use some of my stuff. Anyway, I'll bring on our mod reader. Hello, Elaine. Hello, you're right. Yeah, just saying about the music. I know. So, um, we uh, just have to use some of my, we have to put up some of my. It's good music rubbish. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, can you turn your mic up a little bit, Elaine? Or is it, it might be me? Oh, it might be me. Perhaps I'm a bit low. I'll sort it no, out in a minute. I'm loud. I'm naturally Oh, loud, that's better. So, yeah, I'm naturally anyway. loud, so I don't need to worry about a mic. <laughs> anyway, going to bring a guest on this evening. And a uh, friend of mine. David Young. Hello, Hello Alex. David. Hello, Alex. Lovely to see you. And you too. Um, been a while, hasn't it? Been a while. Yes, since... yeah. Thank you for inviting me on. It has been a while. We did try to get together a few months back, but it uh, didn't work out. That all, but, all um, went wrong, didn't it? I will get up to your way again eventually. But, was it? Uh, but as I understand, it's not quite the same up there anyway. No, it's, it's very, very quiet at the moment. I um, don't know where our moderator's gone. Um, <laughs> as soon as I came hello. on, she went. Oh, I don't know which yeah, she's gone. <laughs> hello, Sarah, Jean, James, Jojo. How are you all? Yeah, um, it's, it's gone a bit, gone very quiet. But yeah, it was. Um, it's been a while since uh, since we met. I think yeah, you're looking time. well, anyway. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, well, that's what I like to hear. Hello, Ogerty. Um What was I going to say? Yeah, last time was on your radio show, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that was probably about oh, three years ago, something like that. Was it? Oh, God, yeah. oh, phew, scary. Yeah, I know, time flies, doesn't it? I mean, I'm, I'm quite proud of you doing your own show as well now, because I remember when you came on my show, you were actually quite nervous about coming on. I'm always um, nervous. <laughs> Not like me, when I first started doing my show, Christ, I was so nervous, it was terrible. And yeah. you, you get your first few guests, you like to get someone that you actually know, and that you can, yeah. you know, you're used to talking to and stuff like that. But, um, oh, I'm nervous every every Sunday, and like tonight, we just come on, I'm not, I touched something, the router went off, and that was it, Poof, it's all gone. Oh, right, that's just where your moderator's gone. <laughs> no, she's, she's, she's there. She's, she's disappeared. Uh, no, she's in the background. Yeah, he's a bit shy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, we we met. What was it, Matt? Oh, wow. tell you when, it's got to be. It's got to be getting on for ten years, nine years, eight eight years or something. Yeah. We, we came. We came to one of your paranormal events. when when you, we were living near Sect London. So you came to one of my nights to see if I was a fake or not. Um. Yeah. No, I, yes, no, I don't yes, know about that. I mean, yeah, you, did. you did. You <laughs> told think, me. <laughs> what Jill might have done. I mean, I, I'm actually—I don't know if I'm—I don't know if I'm yeah. gullible or, or or very trusting. I usually believe yeah. most um, things I go to. to you know, anyway, it's what, it's and, what until things are, until yeah. things are proven otherwise, you yeah, know, it doesn't matter. I, and I was—I was actually impressed with you. You—you you, you picked you. up on me. You picked up on my father and all that. Told me a bit about him. Although you weren't exactly. 100% right, you did pick up on the military side of things, and uh, mm. I think you mentioned something about a dog as well. But, um, I can't remember. The no, funny I can't, thing is, I can't remember the full thing. 
about about I think a year before that, 2014, I was doing stuff in the forest, and I thought, you know, I think I want to give this lock up, this mediumship lock, mm. and just carry on. And in fact, I'm the same. I was like you. I'm not you. I'm always looking for the fakes and all, you know. And um, but I did not carry on. And then I carried on till 2019, and then decided I was going to stop. But uh, no, I remember that you and Jill came in, and I, th- I can't remember what you said now. And I thought you remind me of me. I thought because I'd be the same. I'm going to see these. This is the real deal. Yeah, I mean, and, Jill uh, might have said something like that. I, I wouldn't have said anything like that myself. Don't worry about it. Even, <laughs> even if I thought it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Anyway, it's in my head, and I thought yeah. that's strange because a year before I thought about doing the same and getting more involved with with other stuff rather than mm. doing what I was doing. But anyway, it was, it was a long time ago, and um, all that stuff was just an experience, David. Mm, just an mm. experience. Well, I mean, having having known you now, known you now over the years, I, I know very well you're not a fake. Uh, I've seen a lot of your photos that you've taken in like Rendlesham Forest, uh, and mm-hmm. um, I'm quite amazed by it. I've seen some photos of your um, transfiguration mediumship as well. Yeah, quite, um, quite amazing. Uh, you know, further on from that, I've actually seen transfiguration mediumship myself in my own yeah. home when we were living in uh, Suffolk. Yeah, when oh, um, a friend of ours came, I don't know if you know, you've heard of Frank Willis, but um, I've heard of it, I, I don't know him from up north, he's in Liverpool or somewhere. Uh, it's yeah. outside of Preston, somewhere like that. Oh, was it Preston? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think he's moved, I think he's not too far from that area anyway. But um, oh. he, him and um, Sasha came to our place. When, when I did the Colonel Holt conference, you know, uh, well, 2019, just before the world went crazy with all this COVID crap, you know. Mm. Um, <laughs> in fact, that's a, that was one of the last times I saw you when we, yeah. when we, on, during the lockdown period, when it, we, we, we said, oh, sod that, we went to the forest, didn't we? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, um, yeah, it's a long time ago. It seems like, well, it's, it's just whizzing by. The time's just whizzing by. It is whizzing by. I don't know what's going on with the time. It's, uh... But uh, I, I just, well, I just sort of concentrate on this stuff now. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, when you say about giving up, how can you give it up? Because you're a medium. You can't just stop being a medium, can you? No. Um, I just, I, I was working, because these guys in here know, I was working one night at my mate's place. And it had nothing to do with him, by the way. And it was October 2019. And I thought, I said, I, I don't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. I've had enough. I said, no one wants to listen to anything. All they want is these poxy messages. Mm. But nobody wants to actually learn anything. And then lockdown came, 2020, didn't it? Which helped me because as it was all locked down, I couldn't change my mind then. And now I'm getting used to not going out, doing these gigs. Mm. Because to be, to be honest, not, anyone on you who does the work will know you're not appreciated. I don't feel you're appreciated. And I got fed up with it, traipsing around the country. I didn't just do local stuff. You know, I was going to London, up here, and I thought, I don't need this. And um, of course, in 2021, I got COVID or pneumonia or whatever I was supposed to have had. And um, 
That's what I remember you saying about you. Yeah, I remember yeah. that now. Yeah. And, and then I was told by them upstairs, we don't want you with these people anymore, but spiritualist people. And I've just carried on doing this and it's working out okay. But I still get lots of stuff. Mm. I get stuff, you know, and um, I just don't go out and do it. But who knows? I'll never say never. No. A bit like playing, bit like playing rock and roll, isn't it? I pick up the guitar, I go and play yeah. rock and roll. Cause I'm, I don't well, know. I'm guessing when you go to these events as as the as the media work, I mean, do they, do they pay your expenses and well, etc.? Yeah, but with me, it weren't the money. I had a lot of grief from so-called mediums. I don't like calling them mediums; they're just speakers, if you like. Mm. Who said didn't like because I, I didn't charge. I didn't go out for money. You see. I don't do it for money. I do it because I just enjoy it. I love doing it. You know, I can do it. So why why ruin it by taking money? But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm better off doing this really, and I've got traps around. But you do get your expenses. But I just uh, nah, it's not for me. Take nights like tonight: wind, rain, snow. God knows. Yeah, you don't want to go out. I know exactly what you mean. I want to do it. I want to do it. But um, I don't know. All I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna ask you a few things tonight. Funny enough, um, before you got into this, weren't you an was it an aviation engineer or? Um, well, not not exactly titled that, but I was actually oh. uh, on military electronics and and mechanics and stuff. Uh, I worked on the my, my biggest project while I was in that business. I worked. At, I actually let's, let's go back to where I started out. In my, I did an apprenticeship for Marconi's uh, many years ago, back in '66, I think I started. Um, wow. When we first moved to Basildon from London, um, I was, you know, I took it a, a little bit later than you would normally straight from school because I'd had a few jobs from school. Uh, but yeah, I studied to be, um, well, basically, it was a wireman assembler back then, so I got to be skilled in that. That was a five-year apprenticeship. Um, then I did sort of. I moved from a few firms to, you know, you go and chasing salaries, aren't you, basically? Mm. A bit more money here and there. But I ended up back at Marconi's again after all those years. <laughs> it was called Marconi Aviation back then. Um, you know, after doing a few of the other places like Tessies and STCs and all these other places. And uh, I ended up on a project on the, on the C-130, we used to call it, but it was actually the AC-130. Right. Uh, they used to make the turrets for, which go underneath the, um, uh, I call it Spectre. You know, they were like the, um, you know, like a big uh, flying fortresses, if you like. Right. Okay. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so it was basically the LTV system that went on that. And uh, I ended up um, with a few trips to America, um, probably, I, don't know, I can't remember, really, probably about 10, 10 trips to America. With it. Um, sometimes for longer, you know, about six weeks at a time, uh, because what they did, they they made a repair shop in the states. So this is all when the Gulf War kicked off. Basically, we were working on right. the AC one hundred and thirty just before the the Gulf the first Gulf War kicked off. Um, and when nine eleven happened, that's when more more trips to the states started happening because they they wanted a repair shop over in the states in Florida. Uh, luckily, <laughs> which was yeah, quite quite nice on the Gulf of Mexico there. Uh, right at the top, it was a uh, Pensacola area. It's Fort Walton Beach, so it was lovely beaches and all that. It was lovely. I remember the first time I, uh, I was given the afternoon off. Actually, I mean, I could really take, I could come and go as I liked. But to be honest, I was given the afternoon off because it was look. 
And I remember taking a drive down to Paul's Pensacola, and I was sitting on, I, I, I was just going to stop and sit on the beach here. And I was sitting there on the beach, I'm thinking, gosh, I'm getting paid for this. <laughs> and it was quite amazing, you know. So that was my first trip. But yeah, I, I ended up doing quite a, a few years um, and try, sort of training people up over there on, in a repair shop. Um, and it got to a point where I was actually the only one that knew all the electronic side of this turret and all the mechanics side of it. Because everyone else, basically, basically we had quite a bit of a team when I first went there. But everyone sort of gradually drifted away and um and I ended up sort of basically doing working working on it on my own basically back at back home in in right. uh, and sort of thing. But um yeah, until that basically the project kind of ended and um well, it's probably about nineteen years I think I was on that for. So there's quite a long period. Long period, um, yeah. Yeah, but in, in the end, they, there was a, some politics going on about what the equipment was on the on the aircraft, and they, um, I think, they changed the equipment basically. It's like a big turret that hung underneath the aircraft, mm. and when you saw a, a lot of these pictures on the television, and you saw the supposed terrorists getting shot to pieces, you know, on the telescopic side, that was what that was. Oh. Uh, the AC-130 in that period was was said to be the most deadly plane on the planet. You know, that's what they called it. It's uh, anyone wants to research that. It's the Spectre gunship. Spectre gunship. Oh. AC-130. <laughs> yeah. I have to look but, at that. Um, yeah, it's quite it's quite an exciting time. But of course, at that time, we were all basically doing what we were doing on based on lies, weren't we? You know, like the Gulf mm. War about yeah. the, the supposed um, weapons of mass destruction held by Saddam Hussein. Uh, at the time, I was all very proud about what I was doing, but later on, I've actually realised that um, a lot of it was all lies. Well, most of it was all lies, anyway. And um, well, typical. You know, isn't it? That's a whole other story, but that, that's kind of yeah. That's that's my background. <laughs> funny, I remember, you know, we'll... Sorry, I was going to say to you. Funny enough, we were talking about um, just now where Pensacola is and where mm. I was working at Fort Walton Beach, there's a place called Gulf Breeze along the coast there. It's on Highway 93, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and there was a big UFO incident there back in the late 70s, I think it was, the Gulf Breeze incident. And uh, so, of course, I, I realised, oh, I'm in this area where this Gulf Breeze incident happened. So I went to, obviously, you don't get to see anything. But I'm sitting, again, I was sitting on, <laughs> sitting on the beach there in a bit of my own time. And, and I realised there's a lot of these AC-130s flying about this area because there's there's a there's a in fact it wasn't just the AC-130s there's you've got another base at Pensacola um, where the Blue Angels uh, aerobatic right. team were based <laughs> basically um, so there's an awful lot of aircraft in that area so whether there was some sort of a mistaken identity with this UFO or um, that's what the UFO was looking at. These uh, the air bases because they, they, that's why they took an interest in it. Mm. So who knows? Well, you're not not far from Cape Canaveral, are you, dear? No, I remember seeing the space shuttle go up there. Yeah, and, um, it was doing doing those gigs then at Daytona. Yeah. but I'll tell you a funny thing. I went to a place called Merritt Island, and it's at way out in the sticks. There's nothing there. The only things there are alligators and yeah. strange looking creatures, you know. Well, year a year later, I was back out there. Not before I go to this place. When I get there, there's a guy there, naval outfit, gun. Yes, sir. I said, 
I'm looking for so-and-so. Not here, he said. A naval base. Anyway, something came up on the internet today about American naval bases in Florida. There's nothing where I went. Nothing. Not in that area. And I thought, now well, we oh, all right. It's just obviously it must have been there. <laughs> but the year before, it was just an island. Went back there. It's near a place called Titusville, around that way somewhere. Anyway, I don't know what happened to that, but I can't find it on the map, so <laughs> maybe it was a figment of my imagination. But there you yeah, go. maybe it was, eh? There's yeah, another dimension. Yeah, another dimension you drifted into there. There's a lot of strange <laughs> things going on out here, but uh, including us playing in the band. But anyway, that's that's another thing. But yeah, and then when I met you in I think it was two, 2015, I think it must have been. It was about that, yeah, somewhere about yeah. that. And um, next thing I know, you... It might have actually been before that, actually, Alex, because we, we, we actually moved to... Um, we moved to, or just outside of Saxon in 2013. Um, so it might have been about 14, 2014 even, that we, we first met Could you. And then we sort of started, I don't know, some, if you want to call it socialising or whatever, a bit later mm. on, you know, once we'd sort of got met you again and got to know you. I, don't, I can't actually remember how we sort of decided to, perhaps we just met, met in the forest for some reason, I don't know, for a walk. Good I yeah. can't actually remember what Eric came about, but uh, I know yeah, you came about place a couple of times. And, uh... A long time. <laughs> but I was just wondering what got you into doing what you do? Where did the interest come from? Yeah, uh, okay. Um, I, I think the best thing I can do is go back right to when I was young. <laughs> that's a long way to go back but um, I don't know if I've probably told you this well, I've probably dad told you this but um, my earliest recollection of something weird happening was when I was in actually I was actually in Macot when I was younger I was, I was probably I don't know I don't know how old I was maybe just about beginning to talk or whatever and uh, we were living in London at the time and um, I can remember standing in your cot you know with the sides up mm. um, and I, I saw this purple mist come floating into the room. The door was open, the door was open to, to where my room was. Um, the door was open, the purple mist come swirling around, um, it was swirling around the room, and it came right up to me and scared the life out of me. You know, as a child, I didn't know what ghosts and things were. Um, uh, but anyway, it came right up to me, and I was screaming, because you know, this thing's frightened me, you know, this purple mist thing. Um, and my dad, my father came into the room because it wasn't a big place. It was a lock upstairs of a house where we were, well, before parents were renting. And I remember him coming in and I'm sort of saying in baby language or actual words, I don't know, can't you see it? You know, because I can't actually remember if I was actually talking or not by then, but I'm saying, can't you see it sort of thing? And uh, he couldn't see this purple mist floating around. But anyway, it came right up to me and it went, went out and swirled around the room. And it, then I actually watched it swirl around and go back out the door again. Uh, you know, over the other side of the room. Um, so what that was, I don't know. I mean, what if there was any um, anything by the purple or whatever? I have no idea. But all I know is it terrified me as a child, and I, I just I, I didn't know what ghosts and things were back then. Um, I still don't, <laughs> to be honest. But um, you know, so that was my first incident of um, something happening to me when I was a kid. Oh, you know. Um, I do remember I mentioned it to me to me dad 
when I was in my teens sort of thing. I said, do you remember that time when I had that purple, I told you about that purple mister came in the room. And he said, yeah, I remember that. He said he couldn't see anything or anything. But that's what I'm saying. It was such a, a thing that stuck with me all those years. And I still remember it very clearly, very vividly. So it wasn't kind of just a bad dream or something like that. Maybe it was, well, I don't know. But, I was the same, yeah, I was... A- I was three or four when I had my first sort of like vision. Same as you living in like South London. I'd never seen there was nothing like that where I lived. Just bombs, bomb sites and. Well, yeah, I remember all those bomb sites and things. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. Like you and I, we, we were brought up in the days when of uh, westerns, weren't we? There was all constantly westerns on the television. Do you remember? Right. <laughs> I don't think we had the telly. Let's go and watch someone else in the world. So, so, of course, all those bomb sites were great for playing Cowboys and Indians. Won't miss you. Got up some tricks on there, that's for sure. Yeah. But, um, uh, good days, weren't they? But, um, yeah, so like you, my mind started when I was sort of probably up to about four, actually. And I think it just keeps keeps with you, doesn't it? Yeah. And, well, it, um, was, it was. So, it was so vivid to me. Um, as I say, always something that I've remembered, and I've actually sort of asked people if they knew what the purple meant, or, you know, if it does. I mean, I don't know if you've got any idea what. Because I mean, it, yeah, what makes me think it wasn't a dream is because you don't normally dream in like a colour, do you? No. Being this this purple was such a vivid colour that I remember coming in, and uh, I mean another little side to that is uh, I never knew my grandparents, my grandfathers. Both my grandfathers died when I was very young. Um, at what, quite what age, I'm not quite sure. One had a, a bad accident, one ended up, um, actually, I'm not quite sure where they, but anyway, I never knew them. So it, it's always, I've always wondered if maybe that was one of my grandfathers coming to see me as, yeah. a, as a young child or something before passing over. I don't know. Um, so yeah. straight, the unknown, eh? That's yeah, it's only something that, you, that, that crosses your mind, you know, and also. Um, that house where we were renting that I mentioned, um, it was the lady that actually lived down the bottom when we were living up in the, you know, like it was a, a mm. three-story house top thing. We lived at the top and they, she lived down the bottom. Now, apparently she died around that time as well. So who knows, maybe it was her having a last look around really? before yeah. shooting off somewhere, um, you know. <laughs> but I think once you get that with me, it's just been, been with me all my life. I'm just so yeah. interested. Yeah, yeah it's such a deep memory, you know. I still remember yeah. it like it was t- t- today, you know, like you know, yesterday sort of thing. But um, uh, I, 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 so I don't get even get fed up with it. I'm fascinated. No, I'm still fascinated no. with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, all I can say the, the next thing that I can remember, actually remember, but I didn't know it at the time. I was probably about eight or nine, sitting on my steps in London, um, looking up at the you know, like the early early evening stars. You, know, you see one or two coming out, and it's sort of like the early evening. It's just starting to get dark. Um, obviously, could be in that sort of young. I wasn't allowed to be out sort of late mm-hmm. at night, but I was just sitting on the steps, and I'm watching this star move and stop, and move and stop, and it move and stop. And at the time, I'm thinking, yeah, being at that age, I'm thinking, oh, it's a star moving and stopping. It was only when later on, when I was in my teens, I thought, well, what was that? Because stars don't do that. You know, and that was in that would have been about 58, 59, yeah. and even before all the satellites started going up. So, I mean, over then satellites don't do that, but um, so what the hell was that? I don't know. So, that might have been my first UFO sighting, yeah, definitely. Wow, 
and then they're talking to your radio show. By the way, oh, if you want to give your radio show a plug, by the way, I did yeah, I'll, be, I'll, I'll well, so mention now or later. Yeah, can do. Well, it's, it's mentioned now. It's 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 uh, paranormal dimensions, and it's on Paranormal UK Radio Network. So that and there's a there's a web web address for that. It's www.pauk.radio.com. Oh, sorry, UK oh, yeah, UK. That's right, radio.com. Um, and you're so you can, highest, don't you, or something? I, well, yeah. I mean, I don't like I don't like to break. <laughs> you know, you know me, don't you? <laughs> but they usually but they usually tell me that my my show is is usually in the you know one of the top ones that go on because there's not only my show on there. There's a few others. Um, I think they've got probably got about ten shows or whatever. Um, what, and what they do on the net, on the actual network, they actually put them on a loop, so they're, they're playing over and over and over on, on that loop throughout the week. So my show will go out on the loop, but it's just one after the other. It'll just play them constantly. But you can actually download them as well, obviously. For um, uh, as I understand it, we've got about we've got around about forty thousand listeners, and then it goes off on other platforms, and we don't know, you know, for them we've sort of lost where they will go because we don't know how many actual listeners we've got. So. Well, it's what I do. This goes off on, I've got it on um, Spotify mm. podcasts, but then that goes off into all different directions. So, yeah, I you, don't lose you don't know how many. I don't know. We, we've well, got, a, we've got a working figure of around 40,000 and you know, plus, so you know, whatever it is from there, I don't know. But um, yeah, and you usually we have had the, the Paranormal UK Radio Network is one of the top podcasts in on the planet, oh, right. actually. We've actually been number one several times. I think we were number two last year, last uh, recently. Well, there you go. Nice one. I've just yeah, got a thing here before I lose it. I've got an answer, a couple of answers to your purple, I know, Chris, purple okay, mist yeah, great. is connection to higher dimensions. Right. Um, I've got Ronnie Doug there. You know Ronnie, don't you? Oh, Ronnie. Yeah, hello, Ronnie. Hello, Ron. Light purples are associated with light-hearted romantic energies well, darker shades can re represent sadness and frustration. Well, I've, ex I've experienced all of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I must have seen purple everywhere. Um, Hi, Ronnie. Nice to, nice to hear from you. Oh, actually, my Harley Davidson was purple. Funny enough. Was it? Oh, right. Yeah, that was that. That was so, yeah. It was, it's was actually quite... a nice. I actually like the colour purple. It's, it's strange. Oh, I don't know if it's because of yeah. um, suit me yeah. black leathers, purple bike. How about that? Yeah, anyway. I mean, it's nice to get a, a, a. I've actually heard that before, but I, I don't quite know what the connection is. What would that have been? Why would I have been shown the colour purple? That's kind of. Oh, you know, well. was, was it a message to me to remember? I don't know. Because I see you will find out. Hello, Sue. Westerns to remember. Wagon oh, yeah. Train, oh, yeah. All, all of those. Oh, my God. A bit like yeah. old time. Uh, what's it? Family favourites or something. Yeah, I've got, to, I've got to say, on Saturday night, you'd, you'd have uh, the Lone Ranger. I, I still remember it now. You'd have the Lone Ranger at 5 o'clock. 6 o'clock, you'd have Laramie. <laughs> 7 o'clock, you'd have Bronco or something like that. Uh, and then 8 o'clock, you'd have Cheyenne. <laughs> so it's one, basically, on all the different channels, you go from one to the other. And I think a bit later was Maverick, wasn't it, in the evening? Yeah, Maverick. <laughs> that was a Saturday yes, night. I remember sure, get, Rawhide was on uh, Wednesday night. <laughs> Perhaps that's where I'll get my Maverick medium from. Yeah, it could be. You are of a higher <laughs> frequency as an indigo. There you are. 
and then Sarah, purple is a colour connected through high spiritual teachings and development. There you are. Right. Come um, on here and you, you learn I something. Mean, I, I don't class myself. I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not psychic or anything like that at all. I don't. I mean, I guess we've all got a little bit of it in us. You know, we do sort of pick up things. Um, but I'm not. I'm in no way psychic at all. Um, wow. Unless it was some sort of a thing that was going to be guiding me to doing what I'm doing today on this radio show, which was a bit late in my life, to be honest. To, uh... Well, not really, <laughs> because I think, like I said, I was told, i just come out of the blue, I don't want to do this anymore. The next thing I know, I was in the other room one Sunday night. It was like, pick your phone up, pick your phone up. Sit in the cabinet, sit in the cabinet. Pick your phone up, and that's how this started. Well, yeah. I thought, do I push that live? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do tell you. I don't care. I, I don't care what people say. They do tell you. And Elaine mentioned something yesterday. It was about the music. And the other day, I thought, I'm going to have to do some new music for this. And she messaged me early this morning about the copyright that her copyright so we've had to change stuff to put my own you know i've done some guitar oh, right. so they do tell you yeah i liked it actually i did listen to it did i mean you? when you're doing a live thing though on the copyright does that, that does that actually matter you're not actually yeah I, I i i put music on here that i've recommended and youtube fair enough they haven't done it but they they've said this could be a copyright infringement hmm. you'll be careful when you you know that yeah, because I suppose yeah. it's actually being saved, and it as a, as yeah. a recording. It's, I, I mean, I'd have the if somebody played my stuff. Yeah. You know, well, I wouldn't actually. It'd be quite nice. It'd be quite nice. But anyway. <laughs> uh, and I have to so say, anyway. on my show, I, I didn't write the music. So there was a bloke named um, what's his name, Andy. I think his second mm -hmm. name. But I didn't write it because <laughs> we all have a theme tune which he wrote for me, especially. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't chant on it either. <laughs> no, this is just music I did. Sometimes I've got a little studio, portable, um, quite sort of studio thing, port studio thing, but I don't use it anymore. I kind mm. of moved on from that. But uh, anyway, yeah, so getting back to your show, and then one day you just decided you want to, like me. No, it didn't, work, it didn't work like something. that. I had no right. intent, I've never had any thoughts about doing a show. I probably, I like time to this. Um, I was actually on a few other shows because of, well, Ronnie will know this, we're still listening. Um, we we were kind of involved in doing the exposure of somebody uh, and I ended yeah, up on oh, a yeah, few, yeah. few other radio shows um, about it, basically. And um, when, I, when it got to the end of one of the shows I was on, they said to me, do you fancy having your own show? And I thought, well, never thought about it. And I thought, well, I don't know if I'm really cut out for it, you know, I've got, I mentioned it to Jill, my wife. I said, oh, they've asked me if I want to do my own show. I said, I don't know if I'm the right material for it. I still, I still don't. <laughs> but, um, you know, and I thought about it. And I thought, I'll give it a shot. I said to him, you know, I'll give it a show. I'll give it, I thought it would only last two or three shows. Anyway, what, what happened there was, uh, well, I, I knew Irene Block, who was on the Paranormal UK radio network, I mentioned to her that, um, because this is a different show network I was off the show on, first of all. Right, right. So um, I, I mentioned to her about, uh, I was off the show, the show, and she said to me, you want a show? I'll give you a show. You, you come on our network. I said, oh, I never thought about it, you know. So 
I just got back to the other one. I said, well, I've been offered another one now. And I must point out at this point, we don't get any money for it. We don't get paid for it. So it wasn't sort of a, a case of somebody offering more money to come on there. There was nothing like that. It's just that it was a bigger network. So I thought, well, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Again, I thought it would only last two or three shows and it would pack up. And But as I went, I'm sitting here four, four years later doing it. So although... I think it was two years. I think it was about a year or so ago. I did actually pack it in, and but I had quite a few messages coming through saying the, they were upset. I giving it up. So I thought, oh, sorry, I'll come back again and start again. <laughs> I think it was when everyone was fairly low over the COVID nonsense and mm-hmm. all that going on, and uh, you know, I think we we're all getting a bit depressed over it, weren't we? And, well, um, yeah. I mean, I've, I've I've said a couple of times, you know, I must be getting fed up with seeing me every week. But people know they, they seem to enjoy it. But they don't, they don't see me on mine because it's just it's just sound, isn't it? Basically, on the on the radio network. But there's the problem one two, is there's one or two videos that I might knock out occasionally. I've been yeah, more, yeah. doing more lately. But um, I, I I kind of when I did give it up, I was getting more involved in doing a lot of research into the lies we were being told about all the what was going on, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I got very deep into that and. I think that was depressing me, the fact that, you know, people just weren't listening. They were this, they were believing everything they heard on the television about what was going on. And uh, nobody go out and do, well, very few people were going out and doing their research. I was going out and doing all the marches and things in London. I remember going on one march in London. There was a, over a, there was probably about a million and a half people on this march. None of it was on the television. And there's photographs of it. None of it was on the TV because they didn't want it getting out, did they? But um, mm. we brought London to a standstill quite a few times. Um, a bit like what they're doing now with all the marching and stuff. Uh, but of course, that will get some of the television because it's all part of their agenda. Mm. You know, when you start looking into the agendas. Um, but it's all a whole, that's another whole subject. So it's, it's not the parallel. Yeah, well, so. we, can't, we, can't, <laughs> we can't talk about that on here because we no. get bored. Um, <laughs> got to be careful. What you, what you, I mean, there's things I'd like to say on here, but I know I can't because I'd yeah. end up. That'd be good night Vienna, wouldn't it? But, yeah. um, that's what I'm just chat about because I'm sure them on the other side can see what's going on anyway. Oh, but, yeah. Um, well, there's apparently the big battle between good and evil going on, and there's over here the big spiritual war that's going on. Well, the funny thing is, when I decided, as I say, I thought in 2014 I was in Rendlesham Forest and thought, oh, I could give this up and just carry on investigating, mm. if you like. But I didn't. And then when I did stop, I decided for just come out of the blue. People who know me know that I'm very unpredictable. You don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. You don't know what I'm going to do. And, and, you know. But you don't mean that in a crazy way. You just mean. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't mean. No, I don't mean so. You're going to throw a wobble and start wrecking the place. No, no. No, but I, it's like I could be it'd be in a job one minute and say, do you know what? And I'm fine. Just face it, do something, you know, it's just yeah, very yeah. important. I don't really think about it. It's just gone. And, and um, no, no, not crazy way, but it was a spur of the moment. I said it and I thought, well, I can't go back on it. And then obviously everything else happened, lockdown or whatever. But I mean, I, I don't know where I was going with this, but anyway, um, I, I, I started to look into stuff. But when I, them upstairs, uh, them upstairs on the other side. After I come out of hospital, everyone knows this on here, so I, I repeat myself. But I was at my daughter's Christmas Day, 
and a, a spirit man appeared in front of me just and he showed me all these people mediums live ones not dead ones and he said we don't want you associating with them anymore and i never listened to what anyone says but that was it and i haven't done it since and as you say about spiritual wars i think and i think the spiritual people are going to come under not attack but going to have problems again as they did with tony blair and camera and when they wanted to shut us down i don't know if you mm. remember that mm. and um i i can see they still do and I, i've been told there's a lot of mediums now who've given it up i wouldn't go back out there again i, I wouldn't go back out put myself up for it again it's a funny world now david and um hmm. yeah i've heard <laughs> some similar things from other i mean yeah philip kinsella don't you he said he said similar types of things uh they get a bit depressed about things and uh, probably a couple of others are all content um yeah I, I i don't really know what to say about that um just got got to wait and see yeah but we'll, we'll see you know we'll, we'll see what happens but uh no i'm quite happy doing this now yeah well mm. I, I don't know if it is it i mean I'm, i could be wrong here but i think it was through through me you got to know brenda didn't you because i got to know brenda when i first came yeah, to I think so. yeah. And, Butler, and, yeah. Uh, then we all saw we all met up the forest one time that's probably around That's's about right. 2015 or whatever um and obviously I don't think, obviously, I'm not saying, but, you know, Ronnie and all that, we kind of all got to know each other a lot more. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. um, obviously, we all should walk, have a march around the woods a few times in the, the yeah. two o'clock in the morning, but marching around in the darkness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's all been fun. When we did this um, documentary, Derek, last week, week before. Oh, I saw your bits of, yeah, I saw Derek with you. <laughs> the guy doing the uh, interviewing, Callum, I think his name was, he said, oh, oh I don't like this, he said. Mm. <laughs> walking up the road. I said, why don't you want to go in that forest, mate, when it's like this? Yeah. And then, you know, and things I've seen in there at night. See, see now, it's strange you say that because you, you said that it, it's not very live. Yeah, you know, it's not very, um, not a lot going no, on no, there. No, not now. I'm going but back he picked up on that. No, no, he was just nervous walking back up the road. Oh, I see what you mean. The well, park, cause in the dark, yeah. Yeah, yeah. in the dark. <laughs> and I thought, wow, you want to get inside there? Or you, a few years ago. Yeah, I've had some strange things, but no one can answer what they were. Yeah. And I can't tell you what they were. But, well, I mean, uh, were, were you with us one night when we saw, yeah, I remember I saw it said to you about when I was young, saw, saw the star moving and stopping the movies. There was mm. one night when um, I was with Brenda. I'm not sure if Ronnie was there or not. not he, might, he might remember or not. But uh, Chris was there, Chris Nash, who we mm. sadly lost a few years back. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but I remember Brenda and, and oh, we saw we saw um, stars. There's two of them, actually. One started moving and stopping and moving and stopping. Mm. And this was actually where, where we were down by the East Gate. Uh, and then another one started moving and stopping. <laughs> so there was two of them doing it. So, but the, the, what, what I saw were actually in the forest and I can't explain them. These were like big searchlights appeared. Poof. Jesus Christ, what's that? There was no one there. Big massive lights, like big light searchlights. Uh, I know what that was all about. And other things, yeah. 
Oh, it's not like Chris Nash because he used to carry a great big torch. No, 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 but yeah, getting back to your show, um, obviously you you started off doing this sort of, I don't know, you didn't realise it was going to go like this, did you? But where do you find <clears throat> all your guests? I mean, I, I hunt them down. Myself, we, we get <laughs> I, them, but... Yeah, no, I, I actually, well, I've got a, a massive list. I've, I mean, I'm actually booking up till April next year now at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I've been very lucky, the fact that I've made quite a few connections in the, you know, quite some well-known names, actually. That I've, uh, and you kind of get them from there. I sort of, I make a note of people I might like to try and get on the show. Mm -hmm. I even get people, Americans sometimes, so I even get emails saying, would you like, you know, are you looking for guests on your show? And I'll say, well, oh, yeah, okay. what, what's it all about? And, uh, yeah, I've got a few lined up coming up. Um, yeah, yeah, it's... Uh... Oh, it's good that you get these people, you know. Um, we, yeah. we're getting a few more, a few different, different ones. But it takes I think it takes a couple of years, doesn't it? So mm. kind of get you get, established. You get guests wanting to come back on again. I mean, I've got um I think it's I think very short I'm looking at my, my calendar thing here. I've got Mark Ollie back on for his third visit, his third show within about three months. Really? <laughs> he loves it, he loves coming on. He said I'll come on any time you like. So, yeah, there's been a couple of guys like that. It's um, it's great. I, I think it's great. But I think it is um, that is the nervous bit. You, you think, oh God, I've got to get. We're we're right up to February, I think, next year. Yeah, I still get I still get nervous. I still get nervous. I still want still you still say stupid things. You think, oh, wish I hadn't said that or whatever. That's the nice thing about doing pre-recorded ones. I think oh, I'll chop that out. <laughs> yeah, we can't do that. You know? <laughs> we're all you know. alive. And uh, so if I say anything stupid on here, you you know I can't chop it out. <laughs> oh, here's a but, question uh, for you. Yeah, good. What's your favourite genre to discuss? Right, okay, that's interesting. Once upon a time, it would have used it used to be UFOs, um, but I've, I'm kind of branching more into the. Well, I mean, I like all I like all genres of the paranormal. So don't, don't get me wrong, but I'm I'm kind of more into the. Um, the ghostly aspects of it, I suppose. I like mm. the, I, I love all the um, ghost hunting programs on the telly. You know, I just I can I can watch them all day long. Um, but I don't know what your what you feel about that, Alex. Well, you you probably. But um, uh, I, you know what it is. I think I find interesting is when you when you see these ghost hunting shows, it's not so much the ghost hunt itself, what you're seeing, it's the history beyond the place where they where they're talking mm. about. You know, and they usually go into the history of the place and you know and what it's experienced over the years. And I think that's what I find um, interesting. I think when when you're talking about UFOs, there's only so much you can talk about because we don't know what mm. they are. You can only say you see something flying about, or somebody else has seen something flying about. You can't go into the um, bricks and mortar of them, if you like, or the nuts and bolts of them, because you, you you just don't know. You can only surmise. So, I mean, I, I certainly do believe in them. I see them. But um, I think um, I think there's more I think there's more interest for me now looking at the ghostly side of things and mm -hmm. like life after death and stuff like that. 
We did a thing last week about Bungay and Blytheborough, Black Shuck mm. and all that. And then you got Dunwich and, and, and all what went on. It's, and then all the way down to Rendlesham, really, or anywhere. Mm. But mm. I, I, I'm not that. I, I think this is fascinating. It's what, yeah, I kind of like the history behind the, the mm. events, you know, and, and looking back on what happened in the past on those events. Yeah, so I'm saying you're a bit limited with UFOs on that. I mean, oh, of course, I still I still like a good UFO story. Don't get me wrong, mm. but um, I know all the famous ones. But there's only so far you can go with them, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I started this because I when I first started, um, I was looking for help. That's how I end up going the spiritualist thing, but they were <clears throat> like, you know. Mm. Like having an astro and a motorbike, you know what I mean? They don't actually, they don't seem to know very much. And that's why I started this off. At least we can talk and maybe help people. Mm. You know, people like yourself, all the different guests and the experiences. And hopefully that helps people who are maybe experiencing sort of strange phenomena. Yeah. I mean, that, that goes back to the reason I wanted to start doing my show, I'm actually doing it for, for my interest. You know, mm. and I'm making my context and I'm learning from it, you know, and exactly. I'm hoping that other people listening to the show will pick up on and, and they will learn from it as well. You know, I, I look at it as a learning process for myself, you know, and, and also making great, I've got, made a lot of great friends and uh, contacts on it. Made a few enemies along the way as well, but that's another story. Right. <laughs> <Maybe> we, all. <laughs> <laughs> we all, but yeah, well, you know, that's life and you can't please everybody. And, no. um, but you know, I've, I've had you know, people we've had on here interesting, and I, I learn something every week. You know, it's something different, and I was always looking for answers. Mm. You know, I went through some pretty terrifying things when I was younger with them mm. spooks. Mm. Yeah, now I remember you talking about them on my show. Yeah, I got you real, real scary things. You know, but got your book here, and like, oh what? yeah, oh, look at that. Hey, that's it. Look, someone <laughs> bought one of my books. Signed as well, look. Oh, is it signed? <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah you no scribbled when you came around one day. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I I keep meaning this. Um people keep got a couple of people nag me. Why don't you get down and write you all these things have happened to you? Yeah. But you know what? I get in front of a computer and I'll just I'll, I'll just think I can't do this. <laughs> mm, mm. Um I used to write the short stories, but I just, I think, oh, what is the point? Because I think you get to that at a certain time, you think, well, what's the point? No one's going to read it. But I've got so much happen over, over the, my life and mm. spooky stuff. Mm. But yeah, it would make some good stories. But uh, mm. hey, hey, you, you know. should settle down and do it. Hey, so I don't see why you shouldn't. Well, I would start done, tomorrow. You've, you've made, you've done one book. Here, you go further on. I've done, no, I've done two or three little things. I would start tomorrow, but I've got to go on on, on an awareness course tomorrow. Speeding, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I've done one. Yeah. Over the internet, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. You've been so a naughty Monday. boy. Yeah. That's Monday. Yeah, that's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to tell you about my uh, the the best UFO experience I had was back in 1966 when we moved to Basildon from London, actually. Mm. We, we, dad, we you know, got a job in, 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 in Basildon, basically, when we all moved. So I was 16 at the time. Uh, I was coming back from my then girlfriend's house, and this was probably about 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, 
Um, yeah, I see it would have been around. It was dark anyway. It was probably about one o'clock in the morning. And I see this great big orange object going across the sky, big orange pulsating object going across the sky. And, uh, and I was watching it for well, a good few minutes as it went across the sky. And um, and it was big. I mean, it wasn't like an aeroplane, flashy lights. It was big and it was orange. But the only way I could describe the orange, it, it was all different tones of orange. It wasn't just one orange colour. Oh, right. It was different blends of orange. It seemed like, you know, like molten lava, that type of mm. thing. Um, and it wasn't like a bright light as such. It was more like an incandescent light going across the sky. Uh, completely silent, but um, but what came over me at that time, I had a, a I had a feeling of they are real, they're here, and I'd have, I wasn't yeah it wasn't a, a fear or anything in me. I felt a, a sense of um, it might sound stupid, but I had a sense of of love and all that uh, that came down to me uh, for for it, and uh, you know just that knowing that they were here, and mm. um, it's not it might sound silly to some people I don't know, but. Um, from then on, oh, it's just, it just a knowing of something. It wasn't just being believing in something. It was actually a knowing that something knowing. existed. You know, and, and around about that time also, there was a book that came out called Chariots of the Gods. You know, yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I remember um, that. They, they started putting it in um, episode. I think it was a Sunday Mirror or something. They, they shot it, a weekly thing. They put a bit of it in there. And I bought the book and I read that a couple of times. I put it here. I still got my original copy, the old original copy of Chariots of the Gods. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Signed by, by the man himself. <laughs> but wow. um, yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's kind of where I, I used to pick up all the uh, UFO books I could get hold of. There was all the uh, American pulp um, UFO books back then. You know, um, Adam Ski, George Adam Ski, and all them sorts of things. But I started reading as many as I could get hold of, and they, they just sort of interested me so much. I mean, I, I used to read like, all sorts of paranormal books as well, um, fictional as well. You know? mm. I got into like Dennis Wheatley's and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Well, it was, it was someone, I think it was, um, I don't know if it was Slade, not the group, something with Slade. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, it was someone on it, someone to do with them, they were talking to them, and it was 50 years ago this year that The Exorcist was released. That's right, yeah. Well, that's scary. I remember, <laughs> yeah, I remember going to watch that, and people said, You know, oh, you don't want to see that? Oh, I thought, well, I've got enough hassle going on anyway. I don't think that's going to worry me too much. And uh, 50 years, where's that gone? And, yeah, that um, is, that's actually scary thinking about it. Scary. Come that was on, one of the boy. first, oh, that was one of my earliest VHS. Um, that I got, yeah, VHS. Do you remember the VHS tapes? Yeah, if you'll, you'll remember them, there might be some people listening to this, don't know what I'm talking about. But, um, <laughs> oh, well, I went, we went to the cinema to see that, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's funny, you know, 50 years. I don't know, if they might put it on the TV, I don't know, it's probably banned. It's anymore, actually, but... it's actually on, I don't know if it's on Prime or something like that, but you can mm. actually, it's actually on the TV now, mm. it's on one of the satellite channels. Yeah. One of the Sky channels, or but it, I saw it the other week. I thought, oh, it's on there. I was actually going to sit and watch it, but um, I went to see. Funny enough, you talk about that. There's a there's a new one out, or just been out, little recently. Um, I can't think what it's called, but it was supposed to be a follow up to the actual original Exorcist. Okay. Oh, what a what a, a forgettable film that is. <laughs> Came out and it's actually not worth bothering about. Some people might disagree and might have enjoyed it, but. Uh, I just found it boring. 
I think they made the best film, The Devils with Oliver Reed and all this. Yeah, I remember that. that one. That was yeah. that, that was a banned film, wasn't it, for quite a few years? Yeah, I'm not surprised. I won't talk about it on here, but yeah, it was it was banned, I think. It was pretty good though. Yeah, I don't know if it's available on DVD or wherever, but yeah, I'd like to get a copy of that. <laughs> yeah, Which yeah, like Oliver well, Reed actually. Well worth watching. Anyway, there you go. Like uh old time what's it what's it? Desert Island Disc or something, isn't it tonight? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, my, the... my, my number one is... No, of course. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, no. Go back oh, I'll, tell school. You what, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, people think I'm crazy. Well, you know, when the VHS started kicking off, and um, I, I remember renting my first machine, this one, it's a little sideline. Um, the film Alien was out at the cinema. That's right. Um, one of the first VHS tapes I ever bought was Alien on VHS. Mm. Now, guess how much I paid for it? And I'll talk about back in, I'm back in 19, wasn't that about 1980? Must be, yeah. I paid, 50, I, I paid 50 quid for it. Did you? And that was, was in the day before they were actually selling VHS tapes. I went to a rental shop. I think it was a rent, Radio Rentals down in Basildon mm. at the time. And I said to him in in the in the store, I said, if I wanted to buy one of these, where could, could I get one? And he said, and he said, to him, he said I could get you one if you want it. And he said it cost you about fifty quid though. And I said, well, yeah, okay, can you order it? I mean, fifty quid was a, a week's wages back then, <laughs> if not more, if not more, months' wages. Months, you know? yeah. Cool. But uh, it's crazy. I must have been mad. And that's when the VHS tapes were fifteen quid a time. Do you remember? This? Three uh, mm. three uh, tapes for that fifteen quid to buy. Madness. Anyway, yeah. that was just a little thing. Yeah, I, young I, look, I look back and think, oh, I must have been crazy. <laughs> well, I can't believe fifty years. I, I bought my first Fender Precision Bass in about seventy-one. Yeah. My first Fender. Yeah, could actually afford a Fender, but I couldn't really buy. A, oh, when I bought my first Fender from. Well, yes, if you want something that bad, you'll pay your price, won't you? Yeah, Old Compton Street in Soho, which is all gone. Well, now. I, wouldn't, all gone now. I wouldn't pay 50 quid for it now. Nah. <laughs> it was sure. uh, a different story. I think it was because of VHS. And, and I'd always wanted my own films. You know, there was something about, oh, I wish I had this copy of this film and a copy of that film. And I think yeah. that was the first chance of actually owning a film like that. You know, Of course, we've got thousands of them there. DVDs and, anyway. <laughs> and, and you can make your own home movies as well, couldn't you? So, That's right, yeah, we won't go into that. that. <laughs> um, uh, getting back to these UFOs. See, we talk about anything on here. Um, getting back to these UFOs, do you think, we know they shut down bent waters with the weapons and we know, hmm. do you think they will intervene in what's going on in this world at the moment? Um... Quite honestly, they might intervene without us knowing. They might have already done that without us knowing, you know. I mean, I, I, I'm of a belief now that I don't believe all the UFOs we see are uh, extraterrestrial. But what I mean by that is out of space, yeah. coming from out of space. I think I a lot of the things we're seeing are, are interdimensional, um, you know. And, of course, what what would happen on, you know, supposing we got into a, a case of a, a World War Three. And we were going to blow the planet up. Uh, 
if, you know, if, if you've got people coming from another dimension, it could actually affect their, affect their dimension as well, well mm -hmm. as well as our own. So if they were more advanced than us and they can travel dimensionally, they may well come in and try and do something about it. Um, yeah, but I can't answer that because I don't know, to be no. honest, Alex. As I say, they may well have already interfered in things. So we, we've heard that they've actually um, destroyed uh, nuclear weapons and that in the past. Whether there's any truth in that, I don't know. Um, I can only go by the stories that I've heard, and you probably heard as well. But um, people say they've, they've interfered with stuff, so who knows? Mm. You know. Interesting. Interesting. See what happens. Fiona, our first was a Betamax. That's what I bought a Betamax. A Betamax. Yeah, that was about 19. Yeah, yeah, going back to the old videos, I mean, apparently the Betamax were actually a better machine, but of course, BOG won the, won the battle, didn't it? Yeah, it, they, they, they had the most films out on the, the yeah, They, they marketed it better, I think. It's, uh, but I, I, I do understand that Betamax were actually a better system, but I have the HS. So. <laughs> General, I've got loads of messages on you. I ain't been looking at the messages tonight. Um, <laughs> keep talking, David. I've been talking too much. Right. No, no, <laughs> no, just keep going. I don't know where we've, where we've got to now. Um, oh, people are talking about their sleep patterns at the moment. Oh, yeah. Everyone seems to be um, having a problem at the moment, sleeping, waking up at about three in the morning. Yeah, yeah, well, it's funny you say that. I've had that as well. In fact, this afternoon I actually felt tired. I went in a couple of hours kit this afternoon because mm. I felt tired. Yeah, mm. there's quite a few things on here that we've not been answering, aren't there? As I'm looking for yeah, the. Yeah, uh, it's. Um, we've got people like Bill Brook. Hello, Bill. <laughs> yeah, you've got tons of people. Oh, you'll never catch up with this lot. Will I you? won't catch up with him now, no. But yeah, the sleep thing is, um, I go to bed about half 12, say, one, I don't know, whatever. Three o'clock and someone's awake again. You're awake again, yeah. No, it don't mm. happen to me. Usually I'll go to bed about half 11, 12 o'clock. Uh, I can go to sleep. As, actually, I start. I do try to read a bit before I go to sleep now. But, um, don't mind it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's all... almost fall asleep when, you know, while I'm reading. Very strange. There's a lot of people here tonight who've, who've, who've had that. Yeah, I recognise a few of the names on there. Sleep turning night into day. Got to sleep at 8 a.m. and crawl out of bed at 6 p.m. Yeah. Mm. Well, luckily, oh, yeah. I, I don't have to go to work in the morning, so I'm fine. Cool. Good job. I don't have to work anymore. Please. <laughs> give that up in the tooth. Was it? Yeah, actually, at the end of this year, at the end of the year, uh, December, is when I'll come off the, um, the payroll, basically. So it's 11 mm. years I've been retired. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Well, I, I, I broke my leg and broke my ankle. And I, I retired early, by the way. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't walk and I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me at the hospital. Mm. Doctor. And they put the pins and the plate and I've got all that in there. And it's given me stick yesterday, funny enough. Mm. And he said, I know what's wrong with you. He said, oh, it was my birthday. March 12th, by the way. March 12th, <laughs> and he said to me, what would you say if I said you couldn't work anymore? I'll say I'll be ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we all want to hear, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, you've still got some money coming in. 
Yeah, and no, but he said, um, it's because I'm sitting down, I gave me HGV one back and all that, my license and everything. I thought, and it was all through a lot of it was sitting. I suffer now, still suffering, it's not gone away, but it, I couldn't fly. That was another thing, I can't get in an aeroplane or whatever because of this lymphedema and other stuff. But oh, yeah, yeah so, your pilot's license in, did you? Yeah, I didn't, yeah, yeah, I'm not allowed to go up, no, but um. <laughs> That was it. One minute you're doing all right. You have an accident and bingo. Mm. Changes your life, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Very. But I, I don't mind. I'll get on with what I'm doing now. We'll do all this stuff now. But um, where are we yeah, now? Something from me. Don't ever give it up, Alex. I, I think it's um, a part of you that you, you, you should keep going with, to be honest. Oh, no. You, you do put a lot of stuff out there. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. You know, people seem to enjoy it, but it's like you every Sunday. I think, oh God, what's going to happen tonight? Like tonight, it all went off, it all went wrong at quarter seven. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, I couldn't get my camera going, so you're like, <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, good. Oh, Mark. Anderson Hope you don't Mark. mind, but I respectfully disagree with David. I think collecting data on how. UFOs have affected people can provide real insight. There you go. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's only, I was only looking from my own personal perspective. Mm. You know, it's, um, I mean, what sort of data you can collect? Uh, I mean, what, you, you can't really pick up about what, what the things are made of or, what, or where they're from. That's where I was, that's what I was meaning. Obviously, you can pick up data about the, the events and what, you know, when, when they're appearing and where they're appearing mm. and stuff like that. But what they're actually made of and stuff is only so far you can go with it. That's all, that's all I meant. And, per, yeah. and I was talking from a, a personal perspective, you know, not a general perspective. So I grab a little, someone, you know, a bit of a disagreement there. Good job. You know, don't, I'm surprised they don't disagree with me, actually. Um, <laughs> but... <clears throat> We get it's all just courses. I mean, if that's what, if that's the, if that's the thing that I mean, I've done, I, I've read about UFOs for well, fifty years, you know, and it's kind of something that you, you've read so much about. You've done not really any further with it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's no. kind of what. That's what I was meaning. That's, it's no, only I agree. You, can get with it. you know, I saw an advert on Facebook the other week. Doesn't matter where it was. But, we can I, I will tell you where ghosts come from really mm. you know where they yeah. come from do you because most of us don't and uh uh ghosts as far as i'm concerned is like a video replaying yeah well it's different types also yeah you've got a recording in stone type ones and yeah. the but, resi um, residue energy and all sorts of stuff aren't you you know I believe in ghosts. I believe in life after death and everything. Same as I believe in UFOs. I know UFOs exist. Oh, yeah. So to me, that's it. To me, that's enough. But to, to actually say where they're from or whatever. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I can't be doing all that. You know, it's like uh, with a spirit. I'm not going to guess and say, oh, that one's come from outer space. When that one I saw going across the sky, I'm like, well, they've been in, it's a dimensional craft of some sort. Who knows? So, yeah. You know, I say this about these spiritual stuff. If you've got say a gift i know it's a gift but if you can com communicate or they can communicate with us the spirit world but people go for all this palaver all this what we call woo woo stuff and 
I think, God, time you are messing around with all that, you know? Mm. You've either got it or you haven't. And I don't particularly know where they come from. I just know they're there and they're watching and doing whatever they do. Uh, once we get on the other side, um, I mean, I've had two, two close calls, two near deaths, and uh, the last one, I was quite happy to have gone. I could see where I was going. I knew where I was going to go. But um, as it happens, my daughter came around and got me in the hospital. But <clears throat> it was, looking back on it, it was quite an interesting four or five days, I suppose. Mm. Um, but there you go. You could tell people, but whether, whether they believe you or not, I don't know. There's something I've been um, getting into recently, it's, which is something that I could not get my head around a few years back, is the thought about uh, a holographic universe. Hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a bit difficult. It's a, it's a long subject. It's a very deep subject. It's, it's something very difficult to, to get your head around, really. But um, the fact that we, we are in a third dimension, We've got a reptilian race controlling that third dimension, that, that third dimension in the fourth dimension. Um, but if we can get beyond that to the fifth dimension, is where we need to be, kind of thing. Um, okay. And that's kind of I, I'm beginning to get my head around that a little bit. Um, um, apparently, there's, there's there's a thought process that 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 theory about life after death, yeah, the, the reincarnation cycle, is actually the trap that you get caught into from this planet uh, from this life basically um because these people that they, this this race that are controlling the, you know you can do your own research into it anyone's listening it's a, it, is, it does sound crazy but if you can if you can accept that there is a, a, a race controlling the third dimension and that it's all like a hologram if you like it's like a um well, I mean, there's basically nothing solid, is it? You know, we're, we're, we're all, we can all pass through things, you know, because the atoms are the way they're built up. So if you look at it from that perspective um, and, and try to accept that we're, we're all living in a hologram because there's no such thing where well, you shut your eyes and there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's kind of, because everything comes from the brain. It's, it's very difficult to get your head around that. So I'm still trying to get my head around it. Yeah. But, um, Basically, try, trying to put trying to put it into like a layman's term, but my own term is we're in the third dimension. The aliens race, which thrive on our fear, hence all the fear that goes on on this planet, on this world. It's constant living in fear, and they they're constantly thinking of all sorts of other things to scare you and make you mm -hmm. make you fearful. Um, but when you come to the end of your, the, the theory is that I've been. Sort of looking into myself is that when you die this reincarnation thing actually is a thing that sets you back onto the path of coming back again to relive that fear again back into this life uh, what we actually need to be doing is getting beyond that into that fifth dimension where you know you're accepting that you, you know what it's all about and you go beyond that which is the, the thing about uh well yeah <laughs> it's very difficult to explain um David Icke talks about it actually in his latest book. I mean, I know there's quite a lot of people that um, think David Icke's a nutcase and all sorts of stuff like that, but uh, he's actually not because I know him and no. I've met him a few no. times. I've spoken no. to him, and he's certainly not a nutcase. Um, but it, I mean, his latest book called the the Dream, 
uh, goes a lot into that. It's not only his research, he actually follows up on other people's research, mm -hmm. does his own research and adds to it, So basically. So um, if you read two books like The, the Trap and The Dream, his latest mm -hmm. two, that explains a lot of what I've been talking about here. So, you know, it's, it's difficult to get your head around it and, and talk about it within a few minutes. So. Well, I, 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 I think once you go across, um, I don't think you do, you'll know anything about it. No. Uh, and and you could come back straight away. I mean, I don't I don't know. None of us know. A lot of people come up with these things, you know. But I don't really think anyone knows, and I don't think we're supposed. Well, of course to know, not. Really. No. But um, I've had flashbacks of the past. Maybe you have as well. Lots of people have, and you think I could, now I can understand something. But I think once you get over there, um, or into the next dimension. I mean, I actually saw what I. I saw, I saw, it was there, the, the tunnel, if you like, or the tube, and there was people in it. Mm. And I got so bad, and I thought, do you know what? Do you know what worried me? How am I going to get in that bloody tube? <laughs> <laughs> 14 snow lords. <laughs> you know, and then I thought, oh, that's all right. No, because obviously, you, spirit, that's how my mind was ticking over. And um, it was it was a strange thing, but I had no fear. Mm. No yeah, fear. To my, my wife actually, Jill. Before I knew her, she had a she had a, she actually died twice on the way to hospital because she had asthma. She might have told you that story. I'm not sure, mm. but um, she had she's got asthma. Just, as bad as you can get it, it's controlled, obviously, with her, her sort of pumps and all that. But uh, she actually died on the way to hospital twice before I knew her. This was, was about twenty years ago. Um, but she actually was given the choice of whether she wants to come back or not, and she chose to come back because she had, you know, a young family at that time. Um, so, yeah, as I say, so I know somebody firsthand who's, who's had that experience, and she wouldn't tell me lies. Well, she she's actually right. told me that, uh, you know. So you know, I, I I don't fear it now. No, she doesn't. She doesn't fear dying. I mean, uh, I fear how I'm going to go. <laughs> oh yeah, I think that's. I think that is the fear, isn't it? How you're going to die? You know, it could be a painful way or still suffering for a, a long time. Uh, I think I might be able uh, to look down and say he's doing a good job now. Yeah, we'll let, but him, I mean, let him have it. We'll let him have it easy. Just say, Alex, you and I are getting quite near to it now. Sure. <laughs> Now, when you I, I, when you look back at uh, how long you've been on the planet, sort of thing, so we're we're actually creeping towards it quite quickly now. Oh, for sure, I I do think that, yeah, for sure. What's my next move? You know. Yeah. And uh, so, no, I don't really I, fear it myself. I mean, like I say, I fear it. I fear how it will happen. But um, I've had two close yeah. shows. I've had two 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 close ones. Yeah, I mean, I've been um, lucky. I've I've not had any serious illnesses at all. Um, you know. So. But, I know so many people have had heart attacks and brain embolisms and, and blood clots and all sorts of things over the last few years. I'm thinking, Christ, all these people that I've known uh, getting all these sicknesses and illnesses, it's, it's scary. But, yeah, I just carry on. And um, I, I would admit, I mean, it's in the back of my mind. You think, you know, somebody I know today, I saw on, I come up on Facebook, he's just passed. He, you think, blimey, you know. But all I say to people is, look, just make the most of it. 
make the most, you know, if you've got some sort of, like I say, I should be sitting here writing these stories. But, you know, you know, if I don't do it soon, do something soon, it's going to be too late. But mm. I think you've just got to crack on, do what you enjoy doing. Just don't worry about what other people think. You know, we've been all through that. And uh, yeah, and just crack on. And so if people enjoy listening to what you, I, and all the other people have to say, that's good enough for me. Mm. Um, I've got all these questions. There's a lot of questions on here, a lot of talk on here like about sleep patterns, funny enough. Um, wow, so many people are not sleeping. Loads of people. Unbelievable, wasn't it? Yeah, I think there's too many questions to answer, really. I've had a quick look at myself, but uh, somebody's asking about the radio network again. Right, it's www.pauk.com, basically. It's the Paranormal UK Radio Network. And Elaine, someone about Elaine's spirit box, she's bought a new phone and she hasn't been able to get the app working for the spirit box that's why she's using it tonight oh right so um, i mean that's that's an interesting little factor to go into i mean how do you do your own uh, opinions about some of these apps you can get for phones what, what do you think of them i asked this question a couple of weeks ago funny enough i find it very hard okay let's put it this way Oh, I know that them on the other side can do what they want. Mm. All right, they proved it to me. They do they do what they want. Yesterday on, on my Facebook, I got people saying, "Oh, I like your photograph." What? I, I didn't put it on there. It, it's one of my photos. Is, I didn't. I didn't actually put it on to my, you know, page if you like. And I thought what. Blow me. Then there's another one with me in Rendlesham Forest. I didn't put that on my page either. Mm. Now, I don't know whether it's them or whether someone can get into my Facebook and put my photographs onto my page so yeah. people can I mean, comment. That does happen. Mm. It still happened before. Um, I get other, I get so much happen here. I'm not saying it's bad, but uh, I just feel that they can do whatever they want the spirit world and if they want to put things on your page or take it or do whatever you like to say i've done the guitar strings in here i don't know who did this who did that they seem to just do what they want yeah you know they probably think well, there's not much you can do about it um i just accept it but mm. yeah I, I couldn't make out how these photographs got on yesterday very strange. So anyone that saw them, I didn't put them on there. Yes. I, mean, I, I know it does happen sometimes. You can get broke, you can get um, hacked or whatever it is they call it, and people put pornographic stuff up on your page, which is not very nice. When well, you have to start um, apologising to people about oh, someone's pornographic well, stuff. No, no, I, no, I, no, I know no. it's happened. In, I know it's happened yeah. in the past. You know. Well, no, nothing like that. Or they break into your messenger and start 
you, you start getting a strange message from someone and you might know Will, you think very well, you, you know it's not them straight away by the way, mm. they, by the way they talk to you. But hello, dear, or something like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, enough that helps. That's my show there. Um, if anyone's asking about the, oh, yeah. That's one of my. So if you look, see that that emblem there with the Union Jack on it. If you look for yeah. that emblem on Spotify, we're just trying to get the thing. Yeah, there it is. You get it like that. There you go. So if you look right. for that Union Jack, you'll see Paranormal UK Radio Network, and then you look for my show, which is Paranormal Dimensions. There. Okay. There you go. So you're on Spotify as well. They're on yeah. all of them. This yeah, all I think. It's on, um, it's on Audible, Spotify, Spreaker, anything you name, YouTube, everything. So, so, if, you look so on all those, if you look on all those platforms, you'll find it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie, they keep making me buy motorbikes, Alex. I can't do anything about it. It's them voices in my head. <laughs> I'm saying I'm with guitars, mate. I'm saying. I think we've all got our... Um, our I mean, I've got thousands of books I never get a chance to read. <laughs> no, but it, it's true, right? You, you get this, you, this, get this, like um, someone selling you say, "Yeah, look at that guitar. I bought one a couple of months ago. Doesn't need it. I was playing it today. I was just being on zone noise. I'll have that. Why not? So with Ronnie, it's mobile. I'd have another bike tomorrow if it weren't for my smashed up leg and angle. Still got my levers and all that. Still got all the gear. But yeah, no, oh, best not to. Message from Roddy there. I do intend to get up and see you one day, Roddy, when I get a chance. So we'll, we'll do that one day. I'll yeah, Roddy, get, get back, get up, get up the uh, Randy again. We'll have a meet up. That's we had a meet up um, last year, I think it was. Ronnie and uh, yeah, it'd be nice yours. if Derek, you, myself, we'd all meet up. Run this one, have a don't have yeah. a beer as well, couldn't we at the time? Not not a big drinker, but it would, yeah, it'd be, be nice for you to pop up and have a, have a drink as well. Be nice. You asked about the app. I had, Fiona had an app, Necrophonics. Never made I've any got, sense. I think I think I've got that one on my um, iPad actually. Yeah, uh, mm. that's that's actually they use that a lot on some of these ghost hunt programs. Oh. And when I met um, oh Paul, what was his name? Got his bloody name. Um, anyway, he he was actually saying it was such a good app, um, and I, so I thought I'd download it, and uh, I think it's actually quite a good one. I've actually got a good one on my um, computer here, actually, which I've got as an American one called what's it called? I can't find it. So I'm looking on, I'm looking on my computer. Here. Oh, Afterlife, it's called. Okay. Um, it's um, it seems to be quite a good one, which I haven't really put into a lot of practice yet. But I still think that the best instrument you can use is probably your own body and your own mind and your own eyes, really. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like they can do what they want to to make like physical things, make things move about and whatever. And the connection is with in ear, you know, like, mm. and you can feel them. And um, but. They can play around with electrics and all that. Then I'm sure when with these apps, you know, I was a bit dubious at first, but I thought, well, they can do all this other stuff. Why can't they speak? And funny enough, and the guys on here all know this. A couple of weeks ago, I can't remember who the guest was, and that's the thing for that COVID, David. I can't remember what happened two minutes ago, let alone two mm. weeks ago. And um, 
we had there was somebody trying to talk to us through this channel last i think it was two or three weeks ago now if they can do that then i'm sure they can work through these radios and radio mm. waves or whatever and then i did a thing i don't know if it was andy i think it was andy codes a couple of weeks ago and the same thing happened jojo's on here she'll, she'll tell me in a minute same thing happened on andy's show we got these this voice again trying to break in so yeah i i think the spirit box yeah part half and half really yeah i mean you, you do need something if you're going to pick up evps obviously uh, there's something to that you can actually replay again and try and make out what they're saying but I, I think some of those things that you do here are open to interpretation though aren't they? and i think once you decide you've heard something i mean was it really mm. that or was it something you know so oh, no, this, this this was definite we all heard it it's like simon says they can talk in your ear about that yeah but yeah. um ah oh. joe it was a weird voice it was it was really strange but we had two or three things happen that week so what i'm saying is if they can do that on here perhaps when working with these like spirit boxes or the whatever it is your these radios mm. um well she says don't scroll alex don't scroll she talking about whoops alex don't scroll so that's jojo yeah i don't know what she means by that Oh, I don't know. Whatever I've done, I've probably done something wrong. Anyway, <laughs> he doesn't need encouragement. Hang on, where are we going with this, David? What's that, going is on? Is that me or you? Well, I can see a comment here that Bill Rook, he said that he's David, a believer in the Gulf Breeze UFO sightings. Well, I don't know if, we, if you'll listen to what I was saying previously. Um, there was a thing about the Gulf Breeze sightings when I was up in, in when I was in Florida, and there was a there was a chap I can't think of his name offhand, but he had a, a fake UFO in his garage. Um, so was he was he was he really did you know did he put a fake UFO up and photograph it and everything? But his story is that he made the UFO because he saw the UFO. You know, so he, he says that he copied the UFO, but so you can take that as you like. I mean, I've got the Gulf Breeze sighting book up here somewhere. Um, personally, I I think they, they could well have seen something. Yeah, um, but as I said before, when in that area, there's such a lot of aircraft flying about, which is yeah. something I noted when I was there. Um, and a lot of it is that they use lasers a lot on on the AC-130s. Um, so maybe he saw something like that. I don't know. But it's always aircraft going over over the sea and coming out. And, um, but as I say, if it was a UFO, maybe they were taking the interest in those aircraft that were going around. Is you know who knows? Yeah. I mean, my belief and the actual knowing is that it's two different two different things. I mean, I could believe it happened, but I could be wrong. So <laughs> it's a well, possibility. Bill says here, guitar for Alex, motorbike for Ronnie, and a Budweiser for Alien Bill. Oh, well, remember <laughs> that, Bill. Fiona, Alex dressed in levers would be a whole different show. Well, you never know, I might do it one one weekend. Yeah, that'd be a laugh, wouldn't it? <laughs> I think I think, I'm sure they still fit me. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I don't think I'll be getting another bike again. I can't see that. What's that? Alex, we were visualising the leather gear you said you had. Oh, dear. Well, we could go back to those 70s films, couldn't we, David? Yeah, we could, yeah. yeah. I've got leather. I'm going to sit down and get me a leather jacket. Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy that weekend. Oh, thanks, Elaine. See? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't mind him laughing at me. I don't care. Um, I'll tell yeah, you what was great this year. I've had, I've had a brilliant year this year. We we've been to a I've been you know, Jill and I went to a brilliant event um, called the Festival of the Unexplained. That was just a few months back in September. And you've heard of Dave Schrader on the the House of Files. He's on a couple of TV shows and things. Memories of Bill, yeah. Well, he's one of the biggest names in the paranormal, basically. And to actually, and to actually do a, I was actually doing a paranormal investigation with Dave Schrader. How about that? I mean, that's something. Which was quite actually quite amazing, to be honest, this yeah. year. And uh, next year he's coming back again because, uh, yeah, uh, the the Holzer uh, Files, which is on is Discovery Plus, I think it's on, and Cindy Kayser's coming back, coming over next year. And also the other chat that was on there, which name escapes me at the moment. But the, the whole team is going to be coming over. So I'll be doing the paranormal investigation with the whole three of them, which is going to be brilliant. Okay. Uh, that'll be at the Nottingham Halls of Justice, or they call it the Justice Museum now. Oh, all right. So, but, uh, yeah, oh, that was brilliant. You know, to actually be there, you because know, he had his he had his EVP recorder in his hand, actually the same one that he uses on the TV show. You know, to actually be there, actually watching that and being present in, in the room as he's doing it is, is fantastic. You know, <laughs> I've, I've always been a bit sort of wary about these meters, but <clears throat> down the forest, um, all the time. But if you're going down, say, track 12, there are no electric cables, there's nothing. And we've had, that, we've had the meter mm. going off. Mm. But then another time, I can go down there and nothing at all. Mm. But if there were electricity cables there, I, I would probably be a bit sort of suspect. Yeah, but there isn't, so, is there? I mean, we, no, there isn't. But apart from the, remember from the time road. you mentioned, I mentioned Chris Nash a while back. I mean, um, good guy. And Derek will know what I'm talking mm. about. Um, there was there was an occasion where we both had um, K two meters on. We had we both had them switched on. Now we had a we had an occasion where his would go right around to red and mine didn't, mm. and it went back to it went back all, all the way off and then mine went to red. So they were both doing that separately. <laughs> so that was brilliant. That was. And, and we then also you got the evidence, didn't you? Yeah, we also had an event that um, we had torches going. His, his torch had come on, and mine had go off, and it might have come come on, and his had go off. So we had a couple of events like that, which was, you know, quite fascinating. You wouldn't think that would happen in normal, under no. normal circumstances. I mean, I, <clears throat> I don't know what it's like there at night, at the night time. Um, very dark. <laughs> yeah, very dark. But apart <laughs> from, um, well, Derek and myself and a couple of the others did this thing last week. I haven't been down there at night for maybe a couple of years. Um, 
so I don't know. I mean, but in the daytime, there's not much going on at all. Uh, <clears throat> but evenings, yes, it could well be lively. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm just putting something on the. Yeah, we've got. To, I don't want other questions. That um, what else? What else has happened to me over my life? I can't think of. Um, I've got a few ghost hunt investigations where um, you're basically sitting there most of the night and nothing's really happening. Things get a bit boring, mm. and you think you're just about thinking, "Oh, shall we go home?" Because it's getting all cold, and and all of a sudden something will happen that that piques your interest. You think, "Oh, that was good. That was that was worth staying just for that little thing." Mm. Um, it was a fantastic table tipping experience once, uh, which you probably experienced yourself. Um, where the table oh, was really it, yeah. rocking, yeah, it was really rocking about all over the place. So we're all taking our hands off the table one at a time, so just make sure nobody's rocking it or anything. Now, when I took my hands off, I actually then went back and I was pushing on the table, like that, and you could actually feel something under the table as if it was like on a spring. You know, I mean, so I've done I've done it in the front room on my own, just touching it, and it's taken off. Well, and uh. But people, they still think we're um, fiddling around with it. But, I mean, back in the day, like I say, with my grandmother and uh, people like of that era, they used to do that all the time with the table, mm. including Queen Victoria. And, you know, she that's what they did. And, and the trance and the uh, transfiguration and all the rest of it. I mean, to me, that is, that's what I call mediumship, not this, mm. you know, stuff. That to me is awesome, but unfortunately, because a lot of it is done in the dark, and I think now I've done stuff in the light. And if you can, people can do more in the light, they probably get more people believing it. Because when you're doing it in the dark, you know, it's, people do get suspicious. Yeah, I know. Like you say, most things are like that are done in the dark. Um, mm. I think you've got to be suspicious. Um, oh, definitely. You can't just accept everything as, as it is. And when you hear knocks or something, someone could be sitting over the other side, sort of knocking on a table or something. So, yeah, you've got to, I think you've got to be a skeptic, first of all, in anything like that. Or you've got to think of something that's um, something normal has happened. You know, you can't just jump to yeah. the fact that no, that was a ghost or that was a, a ghostly voice or whatever. I mean, when I first saw my first, the first transfiguration or the overshadowing, I was going to do my first ever meeting, the mediumship meeting, and I thought it was a camera. Yeah. <laughs> and then I've, I've had more. But if you can do, you know, it's just people, obviously, you, you can't, you have to look at it in a, in a way and think, well, I'm not sure about this. Um, there's a, did they levitate in the skull experiment? They did a lot in the school experiment. Um, look back on some of my videos of Nick Kyle. I've got to get mm. Nick back on here. We had a bit of a. I'm funny enough, you say that. I've got I've got Nick Kyle coming on very short, very soon actually. So yeah, on my yeah, show, yeah. Uh, Nick sat in for the school experiment, and um, what he was telling us was awesome so if you want to go back and look for nick on the videos he's there he's talking about it and i i i mean i don't live that far from school but uh they don't do it anymore unfortunately the house is still there 
Um, but but I, I think I asked Nick once, with all what went on in the experiment, the people who live there now, I wonder if they get any activity. Well, yeah, there's always that question, isn't there? You, you... I, I, I don't know who lives there, but I wonder if the, if the activity is still going on. I think it's like any of those places that have had a lot of ex, uh, activity. You wonder if when these people move out and you get move, new people moving in, do, do that, does that activity carry, activity carry on? Um, I think that's a question that happens in most of those events, those places, mm. those locations. Sarah's put down, had you visited the spot before to do a check on meters, only ask has have done loads of investigations in the past and the science techie research side, we always visited site before to do readings. That's a good idea. Hmm. It's a good idea. Bill says a good experiment David would be at Glastonbury Festival late at night. Thousands pointed their cams skyward rather than at the stage. Reckon some folk would pick up some very strange images. Nothing to do with drugs, I must admit. Actually, mm. when I did when I when I did the um, Donington Park Festival, that's that's what they were doing. They weren't taking pictures of me. I think they were all looking up. <laughs> Didn't see anything that night. Couldn't see the audience. Um, it's amazing when you when you do work outside like that. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, they call baseline readings. Hmm. Have to try that. So I just want to put in a, a link on here because I know people are asking about the ones come up. Ones just come up. There you go. Mike, we tried ringing each other with our phones next to the meter when Elaine, Alex and I were there and the meters didn't twitch. Then they went nuts once the phones went away. Oh, oh. I, I found the right link, that's it. Ah. Yeah, on Facebook, I've actually put the... Uh, well, I don't know what happened there. The, the link to the show. Oh, I lost you all then. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I didn't touch anything. Oh, and you we, didn't, we didn't lose you. I can see, I can see you. I didn't lose you. I don't know if anyone lost me. Oh, I'm back here now. But I lost everything. That's the second time. <laughs> what are you trying to tell me something? Um, yeah, it's interesting, though. Yeah, uh, Go along beforehand, I suppose, and, uh, and see what you get. But um, yeah, I've never I done know. a lot of, a, a mass test anywhere. I mean, it's, it's usually just a, a small group usually doing all these investigations, isn't it? Mm. But um, I don't know if these mass tests actually achieve anything. Do they? I don't know. I don't know. I don't do them. I I was some years ago. I was asked if I would assist on a ghost hunt. And I was actually doing a gig in Ipswich. And I went to this place afterwards. Don't matter where it was. And I all I did 
all it was was like screaming schoolgirls running around with meters and i thought i can't i can't hack it i went mm. home and the woman said you're supposed to be i said i ain't supposed to be anywhere <laughs> you're not paying me <laughs> i can't see this in the list but i know for a fact there were things in that place because i've seen them Mm. But it was just so much noise and people running around with these meters. Well, no wonder. Say, so if, if there were things in that place, then no wonder they were running and screaming. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't like that. No, it was just, oh, man, oh. If, I thought that's ghost hunting. I don't want it, you know. Yeah. But right. uh, so I, I don't do that sort of thing. But um, it's interesting, you know, if, if, if people do it properly. But yeah. the, the the skull thing, I think that was obviously fascinating. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, Nick did a great presentation actually. What you were talking about just now, he did it at the awakening in uh, Manchester. Oh, yeah. He did a talk about the skull, and it was really brilliant. You know, that's when I asked him about coming on my show actually after mm. that, and he uh, said, "Yeah, yeah." So that'll be coming up in I think it's in the new year. Recorded just at the end of this year, but it was coming in January, mm. so I'm looking forward to that. Should be interesting. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to look finding out a bit more about it myself. Mm. Well, I've got I've got the books here. Um, with all, I mean, Robin Foy. It, it, it wasn't the only thing he did. He started off years ago in London, mm. like going to seances and things like that. So he'd been in in the in the business for a long time. But what they did at Skull, well, you're you're here when you when Nick comes on, mm, quite mm. amazing, really. Yeah, well, it was he, he did cover quite a bit a bit on the presentation he did. Um, yeah, it was actually quite scary some of it. Apparently. Cool. Mm. Um, Sarah, we used to do them. We did temperature, humidity, etc. Very interesting. We were not an entertainment group. That's what I like to hear um yeah i, I mean when people and... go i mean when people go on ghost hunts do they really expect to be entertained no, i don't go for that reason i i go for I don't know. you know I, I guess there are some people that might go to you've got to go as a skeptic basically anyway um well, it's like, like, accept everything it's like when they was it blair brought the law out um entertainment only hmm. You know, when we did our gigs, you had to have a sign up saying entertainment only. Mm. So I don't know. I suppose some people see it as entertainment. I, I, I really don't know. I've only ever been on that one. I weren't impressed, I have to say. But then I feel I get enough going on as it is. I don't really want to go out looking for them. <laughs> you mm. know. Well, what's, what's your opinion on things like. Um... Oh yeah, Bill. I'll talk. I'll talk about that in a minute. What Bill? Oh, okay. I mean, what's your opinion on things? Like, you, you hear a lot about demons and things like that. Do you, do you believe that there are demons or, or evil spirits? Or well, I think it's just not ordinary people. Yeah. Um, when I was in Scotland a few months ago, I went to um, Alistair Crowley's place, but I didn't go in. Uh, this they was they're still working on it and i've said that you know i belong i belong to the foundation now i'm a member of it and 
and I've, I've said I don't think I'll go in because I could go in with nothing and come out with something but um, I don't really know I don't when they used to do this protection the spiritualists and all this you know you always put I don't know about all that I, I think if something's gonna get to you it'll get to you that's my belief mm -hmm. and um, I mean I've had, I've had some strange funny things happen um I don't so really do you know. think that they, 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 if they're a strong spirit, they're actually stronger than that protection that you can put up? Is that what you well, mean? I don't know. I don't, well, I don't see. I, since I've, st I've stopped it all anyway, and I look at it in a completely different light now, and most of it is just absolute cobblers, and <clears throat> it's absolute nonsense. And oh, I'm going to protect myself. Well, who's going to protect you? You know, who's doing this protection? I don't know who it is. And mm, I don't know. I just go along like you have. I've you know, having it all your life. I just go along with it now. I try not to upset them on the other side because I know you can do. Mm. Um, protection. Who, who, who are you calling for protection? I don't do religion. I don't know if you do. Uh, you know, who's you call? Ghostbusters? I don't know. Mm. But. I think you can get so in your head, you can get so sort of worked up about this stuff and get, and if you're getting frightened, then don't do it. That's what yes. I say. Don't do it. I don't know whether, whether it works. I, I really don't know. I think a lot of it's in your head. And the things that happen here and where I am now, well, I don't say that. I can have all sorts of things crosses crucifixes all they wouldn't tell you they'd still be here doing what they do yeah um, i mean I the thing know. about um the connecting religion with seeing some of these things is the fact that you can put out a, like a, a prayer or whatever to protect yeah. you from I, I, it's, it's probably not really the religion that's doing it it's the intent that mm. what you've got you know it's like a it's like a, a focus if you like i guess that's what that's what i would put it down to so but, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not religious. So even I was, even I was sort of brought into the uh, Church of England and all, and I was um, what they called confirmed and all that back then. So you could go up and have your wine and your bread and everything. I started sort of thinking to, for myself later on. But, but I, I don't know. As I say, for all the things that happened to me in my life and um, protection. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel they protect me anyway. But um, mm. you could, yeah, of course, you could come under. You could go in the, in the rental room, for example. You know where we all go. You, we don't know what's in there lurking. Something might take a fancy to you and think, I'll hop mm. in there with him. Yeah, I don't know. Get, a, get an attachment. Yeah, get an attachment. Um, but if you're gonna, I just feel if you're gonna go around worrying about all this, then don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, I think you're going to be leaving yourself open to it, aren't you? I think if yeah, you're strong enough to keep it out yourself, then um, you should be all right. I, I, mean, what? This I, had, I had no intention of doing this work when I started it. I would not have touched this with a barge pole. This is what I was doing. But then I thought, well, they're here. Might as well go and do something useful, really. But 
I realised earlier on this <clears throat> this protection. I feel the spirit people. You don't know. You know that they're quite powerful. I, I would imagine. I think they are. What they can do. I don't know. Again, I say if you're that frightened, if you're that nervous, then don't do it. Hmm. I mean, also, if you think about it, you've got you supposedly got your um, guides on the other side yeah. protecting you anyway from anything like that, supposedly. Hmm. So ho hopefully, they will be able to keep you away from dangers like that. Yeah. So it's all in the, you know, like Derek says here, he always uses protection, right? Oh, Derek. That's fine. That's, that's, that's fine. But yeah. I've been doing it a long time now, like you, I've had this all my life. Um, and I, I I just think as long as you don't start messing around with like black magic and all that stuff, mm. I think you're all right. But, you know, I'll probably have someone here and say, well, Alex is an ignorant git. You know, I don't know. They probably someone they're saying, but it's my my opinion. I've been doing it a long time, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I was going to talk a bit about um, Bill Rook. Also mentioned the question that mentioned about um, something that happened in Nottingham at the Halls of Justice or the Galleries of Justice or the mm -hmm. or the Justice Museum, whatever they call it now. Um, Malcolm Robinson and I were walking up the steps from right down the bottom where they've got, um, it's basically, I think they call it a cave area or whatever, mm. I don't know, but it's, it's all cells down there. And we were coming up these stone steps and it was dark. Um, there was a, a few people about, milling about. Uh, but as we were coming up the steps, there was a sharp crack behind us on the, on the steps. And we both stopped in our tracks and looked back and we thought, what the hell was that? Couldn't see anything in the dark, obviously. But uh, Malcolm, I think, got his phone out and he, he sort of shot it down the steps. Uh, there's only there's not, not a lot of steps; it's probably about six or seven steps back back down. But he shot his, I think it was his phone he got out, and uh, there was a stone sitting on the step on on the on the wider step at the bottom, uh, and he picked it up and it was warm. Now we can only assume. I don't know if it, if it was that stone. But, uh, it, it, I mean, Malcolm seems to think it was on a port. And that's what Bill was saying mm. there. Um, whether it was that uh, that, hit, that made that crack, I don't know. I mean, normally if you throw a stone on concrete, you'd, you'd hear a bouncing noise, not just one solid crack, wouldn't you? Mm. You'd, you'd know if a stone, you'd know if a stone hit concrete because it had bounced a few times. But this was just a one crack sort of thing. So. Yeah, it's interesting. I think Malcolm's got it in his little museum at home. He's got it in a glass case. Oh, right. So, and I think it's mentioned in his book, Paranormal Case Files of Great Britain, Volume 3. He tells that story about that stone. Um, but yeah, I was oh. with him when I saw that, and, then, and it was actually warm. So another little, story that, another little interesting story that happened. But uh, is it with, as I say, whether it was that story or not, or that, that, sorry, that stone or not, I don't know. But... Uh, Ronnie's just said something. I wonder really? what they'd be doing in Derek Saber for about attachments. Well, I often wondered if he had an attachment from the forest. We had a couple of conversations before he passed. Chris, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he told me that. He, yeah, Chris he mentioned Nash. that to me. Yeah, but, I mean, Chris had, Chris had a lot of um, devils on his shoulder anyway, I think. I in, think he, in, had, in, he had a lot life. of problems. I'm not going to go into it on here, what he told no. me. And... Um, yeah, he had a lot of problems anyway. I mean, I'm not saying they're there. 
or whether they're not. It, it's up to everybody, isn't it? All I know is when I was doing the, the platform work and going out doing what I did, if I was to be worried, I wouldn't have got what I was getting. And what I say to people, I don't do all this. They just, they just appear, they just came, speak through you. That's all I can mm -hmm. say. And if I'd gone on with all this all protection, all this rigmarole, would I have got that? I don't know. And I see so many people, I used to see so many people out there making that, they were saying they were mediums. And it was complete cobblers. And <laughs> maybe you, you spend so much time worrying about these things. You know, if you're going to do it, you shouldn't be worrying about it. That's what I say. Uh, but you say some people want to do it. If it makes them feel better, I don't know. I could talk about it all night and argue about it, but I, I, I can't be bothered really. Because someone would be having a dig at me. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it all boils down to none of us have got all the answers, have we? You no, know, no, no. They, they, they were so obsessed with this, you know, oh, evil spirit. Don't do it. Stay away from it. That's what I would say. It's like riding a motorcycle, and if you're frightened of speed, don't get on a get on a bike. Mm. <laughs> you know? But in all, like you, I've had it all my life, and no one has been able to help me. I met these spiritists. What a... Bunch of wasters. Well, you do, uh, yeah, you do me and none, none, none of them could give me answers, David. Mm. That is why I've got such a downer of them. They come out with so much crap, but they can't answer the questions that you and me went through when we were younger. Mm. Mm. So yeah, I mean, I, I, think I, should, I can't say I went through anything bad. Um, as such, it wasn't but, bad, it was just you, scary. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, going back to that purple thing, I don't even know if it was scary. I mean, I don't know if it was there mm. to scare me. It scared me, but I don't know mm. if it was meant to scare me. <laughs> it might have been something that was just sort of trying to make contact or just wanted to see me. I don't know, but it did scare me. But I don't know whether it was meant to scare me, I don't know. No, no, but I, I went through a lot. I mean, I, but what I'm saying is I went to a, a spiritual place to ask them for advice oh we don't do the here dear and then i realized because i got involved with these people no no bunch of no overs you can create what you think about be scared then bad will be attracted be calm good comes your way you get what you worry about stop worrying i, I think that's that's quite true if you've got yeah. it in your head but i don't know i've had this argument with people for the last or 15 years and um, I don't know either get on with it stop whimpering and do what you have to do or don't I mean, do some it people, some people say you can attract UFOs I mean we're talking Bill Rooks on here um, apparently he attracts these light beings and things to, to him hmm. um, that, um, he's been attacked by them he's been he, he's often be befriended by them. I think Bill will agree, will agree with what I've just said there. Mm. Um, all very interesting and quite fascinating. But, I mean, does Bill know what they are? I don't think he does. Yeah. You know? A question for me. All these things which you see and went through in your house, did your family ever see the same? Uh, I think they realised 
but didn't see or get what I would, what was happening to me. Um, and then my mum passed when I was 13 and then it really kicked off because I was there on my own most of the time. But I did have witnesses. I had some mates, came, you know, lads come around. I had witnesses to some of the stuff that was going on. What was that bang? Something went bang, didn't it? <laughs> did anyone else hear that? I don't know if it was my, was it a bit my, um, my radio area? Maybe it kicked in or something. Right? I don't, I don't do, know. Do you know what I told you? It's central eating or something. But, um, I'd have loved to have lived in a haunted house, I'll tell you. Yeah. Not when you're a kid, though. No, maybe not. Well, I mean, looking back on it now, because I hadn't lived in a haunted house, mm. I'd have loved to. But maybe if I had have done, I might be having a different attitude about it. But, you know, I used, to, I used to talk to Janet, the uh, Enfield poltergeist girl. Oh, yeah. There was, people said, oh, she was a fake. I don't, I don't think so. And she said to me, she said, she, I was the only one she talked to at the time, she said, because you've been through it. Yeah. But there we are. Uh, and as for the mediumship, I would never have thought about doing it, but I feel that they were building me up for this for a long time. Hmm. Uh, and maybe they thought when I was a kid, well, he can he can hear us, he can, but it didn't work like that with me. I was just, whoa, mm. don't like this. Yeah, well, yeah I'll tell you what, I'll tell you another little thing that happened to me. When, no, many years ago, sorry, probably 40 odd years ago now, I used to go to like Spiritist Church, as you say, mm. or Spiritist meetings in a hall, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and, and a medium came to me once. And they told me that I would be doing what they're doing on the stage. I mean, I'm not a medium, obviously, uh, but they could. But they saw me on a stage yeah. as such, talking to people. That's, I mean, that, that, in a respect, you could actually. What I'm doing now with the radio show is kind of. Is kind of, but that's a standard. That's a standard message. Oh, is it? Look, yeah, I could go on about this all night. Medium sees you, someone 50, 60 years old. Hello, dear. It's great. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was in my 20s then. No, no. What I'm saying, this is what the kind oh, of right. what it's like. It's granny in spirit. Uh, I think so. Always used to make meat puddings, you know, like the old girls used to make with a string around them. Oh, yeah. she's wearing a penny. Really? They Most of them would tell most people, you will be up here doing this. They tell everyone. Right. There was, there was a little addition to that, though. At that time, I was actually going through a really bad period, really bad, in, you know, mentally and everything. Um, and I was actually thinking to her, you know, because I was in such a you know, mental state, I suppose you could put it, mm. although nobody knew about it, I was actually I was actually thinking to myself, I hope she comes to me. Then I was thinking to myself, well, I hope she doesn't. Mm. Then I was thinking, I hope she, you because know, I, I was pretty shy back then. Um and she actually came to me and she said, I'm getting some strange vibrations from over here. That what well, I thought she used the word vibrations, it might be something different. But strange, but she came to me and she said, It's you. She pointed to me. And she said, I've been getting the, the fact that you, you've been saying, um, you've been thinking, you wanted me to come to you, then you didn't. Then you didn't want me to come to you, then you did, then you didn't. Um, so what's going on there? Um, she said, All I can say to you is that everything's going to be all right. 
Um, and she said, she told me about my um, spirit guide at the time. She said, he's standing behind you and apparently he had an Air Force coat on and he was standing with his hand on my shoulder. And he had long, thin fingers. Um, but she said, whatever it is that um, is concerning you, she said, everything will be all right and you'll be okay. So take that as you, as you like. <laughs> well, we, we, we had a thing called, the, it's called the Medium's Handbook. Right. There's a handbook for mediums, right? Oh, yeah, we call it a, it's a piss take. You'll be up here one day. Granny, you know, used to make the media puddings and all that sort of stuff, and it's what we call the medium's handbook. But there are some genuine people out there, me being one of them. There are a load of rubbish, Alex, that's why I stopped going. If I had a pound every time I heard it, you know, there are some genuine people, but a lot of them do use it's, it's, it's the same old thing. You'll be up here one day, tell everybody. And mm. of course, people think, oh, well, I can get up and do that, you know, but I don't really, you know, I don't want to get down that road because it does my head in. And um, which is another reason I packed it in. Um, mm. well, you, and we, uh, and it, it must be bad out there because people have come up and say, I had a reading, it was spot on. Well, in every reading, no. So, I mean, Derek Saving, Derek Saving, I think he's, I yeah. think he's watching. Um, yeah, he's, he's we, we was around his house at, at some time, and we had a couple of mediums visit, which he brought in. Um, the mediums that he brought in were absolutely amazing. And Penny, his partner, um, she gave some some great readings. We've still got the recordings of it, I think. Uh, and there was another. Um, medium he brought in and she was actually spot on names were mentioned and all sorts and names they couldn't have come up names they could not have come yeah names they could not have come up with because they didn't you know, i mean derek wasn't even aware of i've never i've never mentioned any of the names and things that uh, were brought up you know in names like shirley and brian and all sorts of things <laughs> in my in my own instance which uh kind of blew mm. me away really Ronnie agrees. So much generalisation with mediums, that's the word I'm looking for. Occasionally you will get one that is beyond doubt accurate. Charlatans stand out a mile. Mm. Only ever seen three good ones. <laughs> and she's been going for a long time. Yeah. But well, I've got a very good friend who's a, a medium. A lot of people might know him, Philip Kinsella. Now, he's yeah, a brilliant know. medium. Mm. And um, I, I wouldn't have thought he, he, he was sort of a liar or anything. In, 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 you know, I think he's brilliant from what I've it's seen. Not being a lot, it's not being a liar. It's, it's a lot of generalisation. Mm. And yeah. that's the problem. Anyway, I'd, I'd fall out of him anyway because uh, I expect yeah. I'll get some complaints on here later. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh well, not to worry. It's it's all discussion, and it? it's what it's all about, really. Um, that's what it's all about. But uh, I suppose it's nine o'clock. Um, thanks for. Have you enjoyed tonight, David? I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I need to go and see what my wife's up to downstairs. I think she's waiting for the final of the. Uh, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, which I think is. Oh, which she's excited about. So probably just can join her for that in a minute. But yeah, but we enjoyed it's, talking to you, Alex. It's, it's gone quite quick, yeah, very quickly, actually. It's gone quick, yeah. It's been but nice it's seeing you again. Yeah, but it's good to have discussion about these, this medium stuff because, you know, mm. 
we, we it's good to get it out there that it's not all uh, what it's what it's made out to be. Hmm. But there you go. No, I'd like to say thank you for everyone that's tuned in to watch us tonight. Yeah. Um, We've had a good good crowd there tonight. Hello to everyone. Sorry if I didn't get a chance to answer all any you know some of these questions that you've asked. So there's many questions. Masses of them. Yeah. But um thank you for a great chat. Brilliant evening. See you at the forest. Oh yeah, we're down here oh, on me Friday. Well, weather permitting, obviously. Um, well, I'll tell you what, in the spring, Eric, we'll, we'll sort something out. I'll, I'll, I'll come up. I think uh, I'd rather wait till the weather's a bit better in the spring. And I'll, come, I'll come up and see you. Yeah, it'd be great. we go down and have a wander. They might have had, the trees might have grown back by then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Well, I know the last time I was there, it seemed to have been hacked, hacked down quite a lot. Yeah, they've taken a lot down. With uh, Neil Story, actually, we had a wander around mm. the woods because he wanted to see the, the sites and uh, he took a lot of measurements. I took him over to where the uh, actual Capel Green is, not the fake mm. Capel, not the, not the, was it, is it Capel St. Andrew or no, Capel St. Mary or Capel, something? Capel, Capel, the one they call Capel, Capel Green, Green, which isn't Capel Green, it's actually no, it's across Capel, the street. Capel, Capel Green's across the other side. But, <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, he took he took some soil samples and all that. Mm. He wanted to take them back and oh, have, have an examine them. Probably put them in glass jars or whatever. But yeah, I think he's writing a book at the moment. I'm just wondering if if, if our moderator is coming back on. And look, like it. she's done. No, I think she's gone. Well, next week, everybody, we have um, change of plan. Oh, internet! Internet's crashed. Next, yeah, next week we have um, Andy Codes on. Um, Andy stepped in because someone obviously couldn't make it. So that's the last one before Christmas, believe it or not. Then that's it, Christmas time. So it's gone quick. It's, you know, it has gone quick. At least I've got all my presents ready and wrapped up, not left until the last minute again this year. Ah. <laughs> that's what I normally do leave it to the last minute <laughs> it's just gone so quick isn't it I mean you know yeah. can't believe it's another year gone yeah. here we are again yeah I had yeah. the nightmare of putting all my lights up during the week oh dear but um, oh, one of the jobs I hate every year but thanks for coming on David it was, no, it's been a pleasure Eric's it's good different subjects and you know it's great it's what it's all about isn't it yeah and, uh, that's great no, carry on doing all your good work. It's good. Well, I'll carry on a little bit longer, I suppose. And by the way, everybody, um, Elaine put this up a few weeks ago. I think it's February. I think it's the 14th. We're going to have um, an open night, which means anyone, anyone can come on and have a chat. You know, a lot of people have a lot to say and it'd be nice to get them on here and and um let them have a chit chat but i shall i shall check with elaine i think it's the full four to full teams i'm not quite sure anyway david i'll let you go i'm just going to um we'll stay there for a minute i'm just going to put up our end thing and don't yeah, good night to everybody thanks for uh, tuning in <laughs> oh february the 18th she's put up february 18th. 18th. Yeah, and um, Mike's up for that. That's good. So I'm going to um, sign us off, David. 
you do a bit more of my guitar playing. See what you reckon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. I've heard it before. See you later, guys. We'll see you next week.